Lukuta Sikha is Khalik Khaf Aleph, Parsha Sisa, Sikha Aleph, a summary of the Sikha. The Pasik says in regards to that the Kainam have to wash their hands before they come into the uh, to do the Avaida in the Besa Migdash. It says, when they come into the oil Musa, they shall wash their hands and therefore not die. If they don't wash their hands, they would be subject to dying by the hand of heaven. And then it says, or when they approach the Mizbeach to serve, to bring a carbon. And the next Pasuk says, and they shall wash their hands and not die. So Rashi says, he quotes the words when they come into the oil made and he says, explains to bring the morning and the afternoon ktaitis, or to sprinkle the to sprinkle the blood of the parakayna mashiach of Sireva. These are two different types of karbonas where the blood was sprinkled on the inner mizbeach as opposed to the outer mizbeach. So Rashi describes avidas that were done inside the oil mayid as approaching the oil mayid entering into the oil mayid is for the sake of these two avidas so the, the, uh, everybody asks the question what is the what does Rashi want over here what's the difficulty of the Pasuk and the Mepharshim explain you know the, the Pasuk seems self-explanatory when you come into the oil mayid you have to wash your hands what is, needs to be explained so they explain that Rashi is trying to say that you're only chayiv what happens if a Kayan doesn't wash his hands before he goes into the Yomayit? He would die. That only applies if he goes in to do an Avaida. But if he's not going to do an Avaida, he's going in for no other, for, for no reason of doing Avaida, he's not Chayat. That's why Rashi gives examples of the Avaida that, he has to, that he's going to be doing in there. But this is very difficult to understand. Because if so, how does Rashi know that it's only to do Avaida? How does he indeed know that it's only if he does? The Pasik simply says, when he enters into the oil made, has Rashi, where does Rashi take from that it's only to do Avaida? Another question, if Rashi feels that it's necessary to explain that when it says when you enter into the oil made, it only applies if you're going to do Avaida, then he should have explained it in the previous Pasha where it talks about the Big De Kahuna, the garments that the Kainim have to wear when they do their Avaida or when they enter into the oil made where there it also says the same thing when they enter into the Yilmeir or they approach the Mizbech to do Aveda and there Rashi doesn't find it necessary to explain that when you're entering into the Yilmeir it's only for the sake of Aveda only here suddenly he explains it why is that? another question how could you say it, it doesn't lend itself to say that Rashi needs to point out that when you go into the oil mayor, it's only for the sake of Avaida, only then would you be chayyeh because when a child learns when you learn it when does anybody go into the oil mayor? nobody goes into the oil mayor just for no reason at all you only go into the oil mayor for the sake of doing Avaida that's a self-understood thing so therefore it should be self-understood that when, when the Torah says to go into the oil made, of course it means to do Aveda. It doesn't mean to hang around there, so why does Rashi have to explain it at all? So therefore what is Rashi trying to explain? So to explain this, we have to first explain something else in Rashi. Rashi says if, if he wants to explain that it means go, coming into the oil made means to do Aveda, then why didn't he just simply say it very concisely when they come into the oil mayid, 
L'shores, like the Pasuk says, to do service. That's all he had to say. Why does he have to bring examples of what kind of service they're, they're going to be doing in the oil Mayid? And even if, we, if he does want to bring examples, why does he choose these two to be maktik teiris and to sprinkle the blood of certain types of karbonas on the inner mizbeach? Why doesn't he bring some of the well, more well-knowns actually, which are the shulchan uh, and the lechem upon him and the lighting of the menorah? Why doesn't he use those examples? In fact, the ones about the two karbonas, which are very rare karbonas, we haven't even learned about them yet. They only come up in the Chumash in Parsha Vayikra and in Parsha Shlach. So why is Rashi bringing examples here of what we don't even know yet? He's tell, introducing us to new types of Aveda and the Eil Mayed, which we don't even know about yet. Another question what, by the Ketairis, he says, Ketairis in the morning, Ketairis in the afternoon. Is this really the place for Rashi to explain when exactly Ketairis is done? That it's done twice a day, in the morning and the afternoon? So therefore, it's likely that Rashi over here is not just giving examples of types of Avedas that happen in the, in the Mishka, in the Oil Mayid, but rather he chooses these because these are the ones at which the Kayanim enter into the Oil Mayid. When you want to describe a Kayan entering into the Oil Mayid to do Aveda, these are the examples, these are the times that he enters. So to explain the real question that Rashi is dealing with in this Pasuk is the Pasuk separates Bevoyam Eloil Moed from Begishtam Alamizbeach. He talks about entering into the Eloil Moed, then says, They shall wash their hands so that they shall not die. Then he goes on to say, Or when they approach the Mizbeach in order to do Aveda, they shall wash their hands and not die clearly making a distinction between entering into the Eil Mayed and approaching the Mizbeach to do the Avedah. What's the reason that the Torah separates it? We find that by the Big De Kahuna, where he says the same thing, but he doesn't separate it into two separate um, by, by saying twice, they shall die if they don't do it. It's all in one continuation. Here he separates it into two separate things they shall wash their hands and not die said about each one separately why is that? from this Rashi takes that the Torah is making it, is distinguishing between these two as they have diff- their different categories in which way? by entering into the oil, by, by doing sorry, we'll start with by approaching the Mizbeach to do Avaida the Torah is saying the, the issue is about doing Avaida, which means if a Kayan did an Aveda on the Mizbeach, now he's ready to do a second Aveda on the Mizbeach. Does he have to wash his hands again? Yes, because he's going to do a different Aveda, and the washing of the hands is about Lishores. It's about doing Aveda. You have to wash your hands for each Aveda separately. If a Kayan enters into the oil Maya, does it say Lishores? It doesn't say in order to do the Aveda. Yes, the only reason you go into the Eil is to do Aveda. But it, the Pasig doesn't emphasize to do the Aveda, which means that if a Kayan goes into the Eil once in the morning, and then he's going to stay to do another one or two or three, um, another few Avedas, he doesn't have to wash his hands again. By the oil, entering into the Eil it's not about Lishores, it's about Bevoyam. 
It's not about the service, how many services you're going to do. It's about entering. When you washed your hands, when you entered, you're fine. You can do, continue to do other Avedas. That's why the Torah separates it into two separate categories. There's no need for the Torah to make distinctions by the Big De Kahuna. That's why over there it's all in one continuum. Because over there, you have to put on your, your Big De Kahuna. It doesn't matter if you're doing one Aveda, two Avedas, you have to wear your Aveda, or your Big Dekona by the Aveda. It's integral to the Aveda that you're doing. Whereas the washing of the hands is only a preparation for the Aveda you're doing. Therefore, the Torah has to explain that when you're doing Aveda at the Mizbeach, you have to wash for each one separately. When you're inside the Almeida, you don't have to wash separately. What is the reason, to, to explain the reason why there would be this distinction? between entering that you have to do it only once and for the Aveda in the, the, on the Mizveach you have to do it for each Aveda separately there's a simple explanation the, the oil Mayad was a restricted area only Kayanim could go there nobody else could go there when you went in there you went in there just to do the specific job that you were going to do or jobs if that were the case and then you leave so therefore, there's, you're in there, you're focused on what you're doing, there's no other distraction, nobody else is there, you wash your hands once, you do whatever you have to get done, and then you leave. By the outer Mizbeach, that was an area which Kayanim, Levim, Yisraelim, there were many people there, people that were involved in different aspects of the Karbonus, therefore you're not focused. When a Kayan does one Aveda, it doesn't mean that he's automatically can move on to the next Aveda. There's a lot going on. You have to wash your hands for each one specifically. And that explains why Rashi gives Lahaktik Tairus in the morning and the why he chooses Tairus and why he says in the morning in the evening. Rashi is simply giving not an example of an Aveda that is done, but an example of when a Kayan enters into the Oil Mayad. Since it's all about entering into the oil mayad, Rashi is giving you examples. When do you enter into the oil mayad? You enter for k'tayris. K'tayris is the first avayda of the day, according to Rashi. We'll explain soon who disagrees and why. So he's giving you the 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 time you entered into the oil mayad to do the avayda of k'tayris. That would be the first one to do. Then the the chiddush that he says is. That's you have to wash your hands for that and anything else that comes after that but later when you come into the oil uh, again to bring the titus of the afternoon then you're going to have to wash again because you must have left nobody hangs around the oil for six hours it's prohibited to hang around therefore you must have left now when you come in again to do the titus of the afternoon you have to wash again it's about when you come in. That's what Rashi is ex- describing. Then, so first Rashi gives an example of the things that go on on a daily basis. The Kayim walks in in the morning, the Kayim walks in in the afternoon to do the Akhtaris. He has to wash his hands for that, but not if he's going to do another Aveda in the meantime. Then there's another type of Aveda, which happens only once in a while. It's not the regular ongoing type of Aveda, that's the two examples he gives from the two carbonas which are rare and not regular and there too that's a time when a person enters into the oil mayad in order to do Aveda but the main chiddush here is that Rashi is saying that only if you, en- if you enter once and you wash you don't have to wash again until 
you have left and then you're entering again for the second time or another kohen that enters to do another Aveda, obviously something interesting that we find from this Rashi is we mentioned before that Rashi says that it was the first Aveda of the morning was Ketairis there's a machlekes between Rashi and the Rambam where it says in the Pasuk when he fixes the lights in the morning he fixes the lights in the afternoon it says he lights the, the menorah what is the meaning of fixing the lights so the Rambam says it's the same as lighting the menorah in the morning they lit the menorah in the afternoon they lit the menorah twice a day they lit the menorah Rashi disagrees he says means they would clean the cups of the menorah take out the old oil take out the the uh, burnt wicks and so on and prepare it for lighting it in the afternoon they didn't light it in the morning therefore according to Rashi the, the preparing of the menorah cannot be seen as an essential uh, of course it's an important Aveda that has to be done but it can't be called the Aveda of the menorah it's not the Aveda of the menorah the Aveda of the menorah is lighting the menorah in the evening so when a person, when, what's the first Avaida that happens in the morning? The Torah associates the lighting of the Menorah with the Haktaras Haktaras. The fixing of the Menorah with the Haktaras Haktaras. They both happen once in the morning, once in the afternoon. When you fix the Menorah, you light Haktaras. When you light the Menorah, you, you burn Haktaras. Now since the fixing of the Menorah cannot be considered to be an essential Avaida, in fact, we look at the simple uh, the way the Torah describes it throughout the Torah it mentions a number of times the lighting of the Menorah where does it mention only one time does it mention fixing the Menorah and it's not even in the context of the Avoid of the Menorah it just appears when it talks about Ketorah it just mentions as an aside that when you fix the Menorah that's when you should light the Ketorah in the morning so it doesn't even say it, at, describe it as an Aveda in itself, it's just a time reference. When you fix the Menorah, that's when you... So obviously the, the Aveda of the morning, what is the fixing of the Menorah cannot be seen as an essential Aveda. The Teiris was the first Aveda of the morning. Rashi sees that as the very first one. The Rambam might disagree and say, no, they lit the Menorah first, that came first. But Rashi is fixing and fixing, if you think about it, when the Kayan comes in in the morning, he's all fired up to do Aveda. What's he going to do first? Is he first going to fix the Menorah, which is going to take place to light it in the afternoon, or first he's going to burn the Ketiris? Then he'll get busy also fixing the Menorah for later. That's why Rashi sees the first thing that they came in to do in the morning was the Ketiris. That's why he uses that as the example. Since he's already used the example of Ketiris in the morning, he also gives you the same example as entering the, uh, the oil maid in the afternoon for that same purpose, although he may have used the menorah as well, the lighting of menorah, because that's also in the afternoon, an important Aveda. But since he started with the Ketiris, he ends with the Ketiris as well. It would also seem that since, although the Ketiris is unclear about, it just brings together, by the fixing of the menorah you light the ketoris, by the lighting of the menorah you light the ketoris the ketoris doesn't specify which comes first and which comes second, so Rashi clearly understands that the the ketoris came before the menorah that's why he uses that as the first example of when you enter the oil menorah for the purpose of Aveda 
to understand these things from the perspective of Chassidus. What is the difference between the outer Mizbeach and the inner Mizbeach? By the outer Mizbeach, you have to wash your hands each time. By the inner Mizbeach, the Ketiris, you don't have to wash your hands each time. You come in once and you're fine. That's because the outer Mizbeach deals with, just like in the physical outer Mizbeach in the, in the Mishkan, it was about burning Karbonus, whereas the inner Mizbeach was about bringing Ketiris. Karbonus is a thing of Birurim, which means you have to separate the bad from the good. There's an animal, you have to separate away the negative and, and elevate it to Ketusha. Teiris comes from the is similar to the word bechat ktira is katana. It's just about bind, forging a deeper connection, a greater bond with Hashem. It's not dealing with rejecting the negative. The same types of avoda exist within the yid as well. The inner, the the personal mizbeach achitzen means a yid's engaging the outer world and and dealing with the outer world, refining the outer world. The inner Mizbeach talks about when a Yid is already higher than the world, removed himself from the world. He's already dealing with matters of Ketusha and finding ways to bring, get closer to Hashem without having to deal with the outer world. Therefore, when you're talking about the outer Mizbeach, both in the Mizbeach, in the Mishkan and in your own personal life, you have to, wa- you have to make sure that you wash away anything negative from having come into contact with the negative, with the outside world. When you talk about, so each time you approach an Avedah, you have to wash your hands again. By the inner Mizbeach, where you're already separated from the world, you're dealing with Kedusha, it's not as essential to have to wash again and again because you're surrounded by holiness to begin with. Except that in the case where you're dealing with the par or which are carbonus, which are there for to gain atonement. So over there, even though you're in the inside, you're in the inner sanctum. Still, you ha- you're dealing with bringing atonement. There, you're already in touch with some some negativity, and therefore you have to. Rashi brings that as an example of when you have to wash your hands in order to approach that type of avodah.